Hello everyone and welcome to Inspiring African Travel. I'm Julia and together with my husband James and our great friend Stuart, this podcast will bring you inspiring interviews from people in travel. We want you to meet the locals with uplifting stories. Stories of female empowerment, conservation heroes, guide adventures, and other amazing people who live and work in tourism in Africa. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoy the journey with inspiring African travel. Thanks for listening, and welcome to our very first series, Women in Travel. In this series, we'll bring you seven episodes sharing the stories from inspiring women, women who have broken down gender barriers in tourism in Africa. We hope you'll be inspired by our very first podcast series. Enjoy. Today's interview is with Horata Nyame from Botswana. Horata started as a waitress at Camp Okavango in 2017 and within a year was awarded two company accolades for outstanding performance. A year after, she was on the management team and she was shortlisted for the Rise Africa Award in Cape Town, an award celebrating young upcoming stars from the African tourism industry. Horata is a lovely young woman. She has a burning desire to be successful and a great future ahead. We hope you enjoy her chat with James. Okay, so we've just had a nice refreshing little coffee delivery from Julia. Nice fresh coffee from our local cafe with some very moist, delicious carrot cake. Julia, thank you. Pleasure. <laughs> Horata, thanks once again uh, coming in. Can you just tell me, where did you grow up? I was raised by a single mom. Uh, I've got like five siblings. I'm the sixth one. Uh, five girls and one boy. So actually I'm the second born. So I was raised in a village. Sepopa, uh, it's in the northwest part of Botswana. Uh, it's 50 kilometers before Shakao. It's between uh, uh, two villages. Uh, it's between Namasere and Ikoha. Yeah. What was the first name you said there? Namasere. Mm. Say it again. Namasere. That is a challenge. Eh? Mm -hmm. How can we expect all the international tourists to pronounce these names? Eh? Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna need a bit of practice there. <laughs> does the name Horata or Nyame does it mean anything? Horata it means to love in English. It means to love, and then Nyame is an Angolan. Uh, the name actually was uh, it's from Angola, so it means God. Okay, so you your ancestors came from the. Highlands of Angola, mm -hmm. coming into the Okavango and settling. And then settled there, yeah. That's amazing. So for those of you who don't know, a lot of the, uh, a lot of the local um, Botswana 
their ancestors moved in on the Mokoro, which is a dugout canoe, Absolutely, yeah. following the water and settling as and where the water was. So your family stayed in Sepopa, in the northern part of the Okavango, and you mm-hmm. came down to Maun, to Maun, which is the gateway for the tourists now to yes. the Okavango Delta. Mm-hmm. So you finished high school and you did a course in, in Gaborone, which is the capital of Botswana. Mm-hmm. And you did a course in sign language. Sign language, yes. Why? Uh, The reason why I chose to do sign language is because I was in the same class with sign uh, with deaf students. Sorry, yes. Um, So I learned a little uh, basic skills while I was schooling with those two boys. uh, I found that they were actually struggling to learn. Uh, Their interpreter wasn't so good. So I thought it was actually possible for me to do so that I can help the upcoming ones. Uh, one thing that I remember while I was still schooling is when uh, we were on a, an assembly point and then the interpreter actually didn't come for the students. So I had, I had to be picked up from like the whole uh, crowd from other students to come and help uh, the students. So I tried to refuse at first. The deaf students actually asked me like really to help, so then I ended up helping. I I, I didn't do it before, so like the whole crowd actually it made me so nervous. <laughs> I didn't have that much confidence to like stand in the whole crowd interpret. But you did it. I did it, yeah. Do you think that was one of the moments when you said, "Hey, I can do this. Let me go and study after school." Yeah, after actually I saw myself standing in front of everybody like doing that. I didn't look back. I, I thought uh, actually to be uh, my passion to do that, I really thought it would be much better for me to help because I realized that they needed much help. Good for you. Thank you. I respect that. Thank you. <laughs> uh, the course I paid it for myself, I took two years. It wasn't that difficult uh, for me because at first I learned like the basics. So it was much easier for me to finish the course. Uh, immediately when I finished, uh, because Mount Sinai school where I was schooling before, they already knew my capability. So immediately when I finished, uh, they actually hired me to be uh, a teacher aide. I worked for Mount Sinai for four years. For me, it was actually a very good experience. It was more like home for me because I've been into school, school there, and then I worked there, so it was far much easier for me to actually do the job. Uh, after the contract ended, actually, I decided not to renew the contract because by then I was pregnant, so I just wanted to take care of the pregnancy. Then after delivery, I wanted to do something different, so I worked in, a, in an Indian restaurant. <laughs> Tandoori's, right? Tandoori. Tandoori, yes. We we know it well. Mm -hmm. We were there last night. Oh, really? Yeah, for Julia's birthday. Really? Yeah, it was delicious. So I just didn't want to sit down by then. I wanted to just do something that that would keep me busy. During my time working in the restaurant, actually, I realized that more customers, actually, they wanted my help instead of other, other colleagues. One day, while I was actually I was on the afternoon shift, when I came, uh, I found the other colleague gave me a business card telling me that actually one man was 
there in the morning looking for me so by then i wasn't on duty i was still at home so he asked me to call so when i called it was desert and delta when i called actually he told me he works in desert and delta he's the general manager so he would like to see me so during my lunch time i came straight to desert and delta so when i came he offered me a job he actually asked me if i don't want to work for the company and then i said why not actually i was interested in working in the bush <laughs> uh when i started with uh desert and delta uh i started as a waitress so i started in camp okavango for the first time being on a plane a small one though when i went there actually i got into the plane i was clueless i didn't know what was happening i didn't know where i was going so i just went with the flow <laughs> Yeah, I just went where the plane took me. So first time on an aeroplane, first time into this remote luxury camp in the Okavango Delta, and they started training you as a waitress. Mm -hmm. How did it go? The best part is they train you on the ground. I didn't know much about waitressing when I went there. So I was trained for the four, first four days. I was actually with working with a colleague. And then after four days, uh, that's when I was given like my own shift. Uh, after some months, actually, on the job, it got really interesting. I remember when you had Camp Okavango, this is when I first started to get to know you. The reason I found out about you was because you were sending all these postcards to guests, mm -hmm. which is quite cool. <laughs> With the postcards, actually, it started when I had a, a friend. I made friendship with one of the guests, so she asked me to send a postcard. I didn't know what a postcard was. I asked the, the manager, which was Annie. Annie actually gave me one postcard just to write to a friend. And then he explained, it's not only that you can just send to one person, you can just send to as many guests as you want. So that's how actually I got interested in writing postcards. It's different from anywhere else in the world where people really make connections and friends with the staff. There isn't being that as we like as we talk some guests will explain to you you know the service we get from here it's actually total totally different from what we get outside they'll tell you that outside actually people don't are not free to talk as we get comfortable to talk to guests so they feel much comfortable in camps than when they're outside which is perfect because it means that guests can freely express themselves mm -hmm. and our staff and the people can express themselves. Mm -hmm. And somehow this makes the perfect mix of, of a wonderful experience for everybody, right? Definitely. So suddenly you're getting a lot of mentions on TripAdvisor and on questionnaires from the guests and this kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Where did it lead you into the, in the company? I worked as a waitress for one year, I would say. And then after that, actually I started uh, management training after just one year of after being just one year of being in trust congrats thank you we're going to talk a little bit more about your awards and recognitions you've received mm -hmm. in your short but illustrious career so far mm -hmm. i was there i think when you got your first award that's when i really knew uh, this girl <laughs> she's gonna, <laughs> she's gonna go far <laughs> and the reason why just to share the story is you were brought in from Kampokavango to Lerulatau, which is 
it's about a 45 minute flight away mm -hmm. that's where we were having the annual general meeting and you came down there specifically to help out mm -hmm. and I've never I've never seen someone work so quickly and efficiently with a smile on her face and so enthusiastic it was extremely infectious and you got an award that night I got two awards that night oh, boom <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about the awards. Uh, the first award was uh, the best excellent service provider, and then the second one was uh, the postcards. The person who sent who sent most cards to guests. Amazing. Now you're in management. How did it go for you? What what were you? What was the experience like? Challenges. I had a lot of challenges because. Uh, I had to learn a lot of things. It's not as it's not the same as being a waitress where you know you're focused on one thing. Being a manager, actually, it has a lot of responsibilities. Taking care of the guests, guest rooms, making sure the kitchen is perfect, taking care of the whole stuff, the whole maintenance, back up the whole back of the house. So it's it's actually a lot of responsibility there. Did you get lots of support? Yeah, actually, when you are training, the people who teach you are actually those on the ground. So it's it, it, there's no pressure there. It's much easier to learn because it's people whom, whom you live with. So there's no uh, not much to actually think about. Okay, this is wonderful. This series in Inspiring African Travel is talking about women in tourism. Mm -hmm. The role that tourism has in terms of empowering women, empowering people to get a really meaningful career which then goes on to support their their families. You've developed now into a career with, with in a senior position mm -hmm. as a young woman. Why do you think it's important that companies introducing more women into senior positions in their camps and lodges and, and in basically into the industry looking at like on uh, on olden days uh, women were believed to to have to stay at home to take care of the family back home but now looking at the changing part of of the world actually i think it's important to empower more women because they are capable of doing anything it's very it's very easy for them actually to be in the tourism industry because i would say uh they change a lot if i look back maybe 15 years ago when i first came to botswana i don't think i saw any black african women in management honestly there must have been very very few in the whole in the whole country what is the split between male and female in terms of managers? In Desert and Delta, actually, most thing that I like about the company, it's actually, it changed the mindset. You find that in, like, in every position, they give everybody a chance or an opportunity to try if they are capable of doing anything that has to do with tourism. What do you feel that you, Horata, add as a manager is now with your few years of experience what do you bring more to the team that perhaps another male could not do as well as you uh, the best part of what I'll say uh, where I'm working is that uh, 
we bring like all the duties on the table and then everybody has to learn that so in case one is not there and then the other one can actually uh, cover for that person as a woman you don't have to like stick to one thing learn like most of the things learn wherever it's possible if there's some there's something happens then you are you're able actually to to stand out and do that particular job i can't say men do better on this or women do better on that where i'm working at everything is actually we are all on one level i think you make the best point the best is to have a balance balance yes three women and three men equally on the same level in management mm -hmm. must be one of the key tools for success in creating the perfect ambiance for a property no i think that's the best if i'm not mistaken it was around about january or february 2019 somebody from the company got in touch with you and to interview you mm -hmm. so you were interviewed at the beginning of 2019 to apply for an award did you know anything about this award or what it was about they interviewed me and then they explained actually what it was all about so then i had an opportunity to apply and then i was picked as a shortlisted uh, in a category called uh, res africa uh, in we are africa in the innovation awards in cape town your colleague osi Mm -hmm. and you have both been nominated for award as Rise Africa mm -hmm. which is an award put together by a travel trade outfit who have created a really nice platform which is designed to recognize people who have contributed to tourism in Africa mm -hmm. and uh, this award category called Rise Africa is for people under the age of 35 years old mm -hmm. who have made a significant impact on their personal careers and on the tourism in, in Africa. Mm -hmm. Osi Piri and Khorata here with us today have both been nominated. In May 2019 we traveled myself and my colleague Andrew traveled with Khorata to Cape Town because you were nominated for this award mm -hmm. you won yeah i i scooped it i snatched it from everybody that side <laughs> i thought you were going to freak out when you got that award i when i when actually they called my name on stage i thought i thought it was a joke because <laughs> looking at the people i was actually competing with yo it was it was difficult so i never thought i would win with God's grace, I won. Yeah. And you went up there to collect your trophy from the We Are Africa people. How many people were there at this award ceremony in Cape Town? There were a lot of people. I would say maybe more than 3,000 people. It must have been a complete rush. You've progressed so quickly in tourism. From a waitress to a manageress or assistant manageress to a lead manager, you've won two awards. Now you've gone to Cape Town for this travel show, you should be very proud of what you've achieved. I am so proud of myself. I think the key, you say earlier when we were talking, I'm not sure what it is, you know, that is bringing this spark or this energy for this recognition and this promotion that I've had within the company. Mm -hmm. Are you starting to figure out what it could be? Actually, I would say uh, 
the the word rise africa itself actually it explains everything this is like a path for me to actually work hard because i know there's still more coming up work hard be passionate to what you want to do and then everything will come up easily you won't struggle i think that's the key those exactly those two words you work hard people's notice you're running around doing your thing and the passionate mm -hmm. because smiling passion energy all that kind of thing it's what hospitality is all about right mm -hmm. okay let's go into the future now have you got any plans for the future of where you want to be and what you want to do i'm still on the learning process so i'm not yet the lead manager i'm not yet a lead manager so actually i'm still gonna have to work really hard to see myself in a position of actually leading a camp. So the plan, the plan for you now is keep gaining your experience and see where it takes you in the tourism industry. Yes. Well, Khurata, I speak on the behalf of everybody, all the guests who've met you, all the different travel trade people in the tourism industry who've met you, and on behalf of women out there, well done. Keep doing what you're doing. The more successful you can be, the more we can do good in terms of helping empower more women out there in tourism. Mm -hmm. Thank you for your dedication. Thank you, James, for actually inviting me up here. I really appreciate that. Uh, I'm here to stay. I really love what I'm doing, and I'm really capable of offering more than what I'm doing right now. So thank you so much for your support. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you know any women out there who would like to share their story, please do get in touch by visiting our website on inspiringafricantravel.com and submitting your details in the Contact Us section. In the meantime, please keep in touch. You can find Inspiring African Travel on all social media platforms. And don't forget to subscribe and share.